0: Welcome to the Soft Verbal Podcast presented by Dead Soxie. Hosted by RebelGrove.com publisher Neil McCrady
1: and featuring Zach Barry of Red Cup Rebellion, the Soft Verbal Podcast is your number one podcast dedicated to Ole Miss football and basketball recruiting. Featuring guests from throughout the Rivals.com network, the Soft Verbal Podcast tells you what is happening and what's going to happen on the recruiting trail, and it does it in style. Just like Dead Soxie. Visit DeadSoxy.com and enter promo code REBELGROVE at checkout for 30% off your order of the best dress socks you'll ever wear. Now, here's your host, Neil McCready.
0: Welcome into another edition of the Soft Verbal Podcast presented by Dead Soxy. I'm Neil McCready in Oxford in the Clark Ford Studios. Father-to-be Zach Barry is at home in Nashville. His life is about to change. We'll talk about that momentarily. Uh, First, let me tell you about Dead Soxy. If you're searching for that unique way to uh, brand your company swag, you have a special event that you're wanting to memorialize, Dead Soxy has you covered with their custom sock program, All you have to do is click on the Custom Socks link. They'll walk you through the entire process from the complimentary digital mock-up before your order is placed to delivery logistics and even custom packaging. Dead Socks is your place to create a gift. They will use time and time again. With all-inclusive pricing, no upcharges or fine print, the Custom Sock design process is as simple as it gets. So head over to deadsocksy.com, D-E-A-D-S-O-X-Y.com backslash custom make sure that your uh, phone or device doesn't autocorrect the way that mine does repeatedly because that will send you to deadsexy.com, which is a completely different site deadsoxy.com backslash custom remember you can still save 30 percent on general orders with the promo code rebel grove and as always stay soxy i'm coming to you from the clark ford studio as i mentioned a moment ago clark ford is in amory mississippi 662 257 is the number call it Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's that simple. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You just get a great quote, and the rest is up to you. You can shop that quote around. That's your prerogative. Or you can do what I've done uh, what, three times now, what I'm probably going to be doing a fourth time here fairly soon, and that's get yourself into a Ford product from Clark Ford today. You'll love it. Uh, you'll love uh, the service, you'll love the vehicle, you'll love everything about it. Corey wants to be a truck guy, he wants to be a car guy, he'll prove it to you. 662-257-1900. Zach, how are you?
1: Neil, I'm, I'm doing spectacular. We, I feel like we always start off these episodes talking about the weather, but it's hard not to when it's either just mind-numbingly hot, or as the last couple days here, it's been spectacular
0: well i'm surprised that we're opening by talking about the weather because you've got you've got a big life moment about to happen for you i mean this is see for some reason for some reason i thought this was your third you and i (laughs) just now getting to know one another um this is your first child you've got a i don't think you mind me saying right you've got a little boy coming this week probably that's a that is that is the plan that is a big life moment my friend
1: it is so. Yeah, I guess the disconnect there might have been uh, you. You were including the the dogs, so we have two dogs, um, which at times can be like children if you don't have any kids. That is true because uh, because we treat them like little little humans. They're pretty spoiled, but yeah, first one. Um, so yeah, this is I guess game week if we're using sports <laughs> terms. Um, so uh, I guess the uh, the hard hitting practice was today tomorrow we'll have our walkthrough and film session and then wednesday is uh possibly game day we'll see
0: so you you go in not that everybody deserves to know all of your business but welcome to my world you (laughs) you uh you you go in on wednesday just for a checkup right i mean there's a chance that they send you home and say hey we're gonna we're gonna let mother nature take its course right
1: yeah that that is correct yeah so um my wife was holding on over the weekend, I think, because uh, our our doctor was out of town, so she was like, "I don't want this to happen while, while she's gone, so so yeah, we'll go on Wednesday to see what uh see what see what's going on, and then um I guess the people that went to medical school for multiple years will decide what to do, and
0: i I trust them fully are you uh, are you nervous are you excited? Are you anxious, or all of the above I think it's more anxious right now I, I keep asking people
1: if it's normal not to be nervous. I'm not really nervous. Maybe that'll happen when it's when it's go time, but uh for now it's just anxious and uh decided to see what this is like since it's all the all the rays all the rave with everybody else.
0: So. <laughs> I didn't get nervous until we brought Campbell home the first night. I was nervous. <laughs> I was nervous then. When yeah. I when I realized, okay, there's nobody to there's nobody to help here. This is me. I gotta do this. And Yeah. It, I feel like people. I've, I've had a lot
1: of people tell me they're they're just like, look, you, you just kind of figure it out. You just kind of know what to do. Like it just kind of kicks in. Like you kind of learn how to be a dad. And most people, the the thing I've heard the most, people will just say, "We well, you can't break them, so it's okay."
0: Yeah, I mean, the the basic needs are they need to sleep. They need mm-hmm. they need to, their formula, or unless he's breastfeeding, but they need. They they have to have sustenance, yeah. And then they're going to go to the bathroom, and you got to clean it up. That's about it, really. For the longest time, it's pretty simple in that regard. Mm -hmm. Hard, like hard parenting, doesn't come until much later. The first time that they get their feelings hurt, when they get their (laughs) feelings hurt, that's when parenting gets hard. Because you know, right? But no, at the beginning, man, it's it's pretty easy. Other than you will waste more money in the first year of your child's life unless your wife is the only practical one ever you will waste (laughs) uh, you will waste more money on outfits and stuff that he will wear Mm -hmm. maybe for an hour of his entire existence you'll spend you'll spend $70 I I always get the biggest kick out of people that are like there's no way I'm gonna spend $400 for a pair of jeans and that person's wife probably dropped $2,000 on lots of different like onesies or little dresses or whatever for baby girls that get worn I don't know an hour ever yeah, ever?
1: yeah. For like the for like the christening it's almost like a wedding dress for a baby
0: yeah that was not a good moment for us i remember that we <laughs> laura insisted on putting the christening dress on uh on campbell to come home and campbell who was you know, 48 hours old, was not particularly pleased with the situation. And she Mm -hmm. expressed that displeasure in uh, vocal terms. And I remember being disheveled and discombobulated and and just downright exasperated getting in the car to head home for the first time. And uh, this is May in Mobile, so let's think. It was probably 104 heat index (laughs) of about hundred and ninety. And she's in this thick, long dress, and I'm trying to f- make sure that I've got the car seat thing secured. And it was it was just hectic. It, it was it was really mm-hmm. hectic. It was really, really hectic. By the time Carson was born, I think he came home totally naked. I, I don't even think we put him in anything. I just think we just strapped him <laughs> in and just said, "Do what you got to do." I mean, to be all right, you know what I mean? Is yeah. You know, we just got him like a couple of onesies and buttoned him up and said wear these we'll wash them yeah. after you throw up on them you know it's one of those deals yeah there we go yeah well congratulations yeah. that's awesome i'll be excited for you please tell uh, you. tell anna that i probably speak for all of the soft verbal podcast listeners when i say that we will be uh we will be cheering for her and uh and, and the little guy and hopeful that um hopeful that all goes well your your job really is just to be a cheerleader that that's about it that's mm-hmm. i can go ahead and give you that advice in case no one has your job is just to shut up and uh kind of just be support staff
1: <laughs> yeah and i'll i'll box out anybody that tries to come in if she doesn't want them in
0: that's pretty much yeah it. that's a good role to play too yeah, yeah. just yeah, tell everybody to shut the f up that's uh <laughs> that's that's good advice all right so earlier um Earlier today, let's see. You must start with rebelgrove.com com or Twitter.
1: Uh, we can we can start with uh, with com.
0: Okay, let me find it.
1: Since they technically came in
0: first, Tibbs. They did Rebelgrove.com, com, part of the Rivals Network. We solicited questions for this here little podcast, and because, uh, quite frankly, there's just not a hell of a lot like stuff happening above the water if you will there's stuff happening under the water um, mm-hmm. alright oh, yeah. So, yeah yeah Yeah. just you know so alright here we go this is from uh, my friend Sodak Reb which I think stands for South Dakota Reb uh, percentage chance or amount of fire emojis that you would put on uh, Morrell being a rebel M- referring to Matthew Morell, the guard from uh, Memphis who visited over the weekend
1: So I spoke to a couple sources last week and feel pretty good about it. I think, and we talked about this last week, I think Florida has moved on, and I think right now it's a three-team race between Ole Miss, Texas, and Vandy. Um, I spoke to a source that believes that Ole Miss is in the driver's seat, and this was before the visit, and thinks that – the proximity to home is something that could help and i kind of feel the same way and then also think with Shaka Smart in Texas not really it's not it's it, texas is a big program it, it's not a you know it's it's not a household name if you will in basketball shaka's a great coach but they've struggled and I think uh, Vandy's the team to worry about. But yeah. percentage-wise, probably anywhere from 65 to 70.
0: Okay.
1: I think um, I was told, and I know people were really worried that you and I hadn't really said anything over the, you know, after the visit over the weekend. Um,
0: he's not a talker. But, he's, he's not a guy that does a lot of, of media stuff.
1: Yeah, he seems to be pretty quiet. Um, I kind of briefly glanced at his Twitter over the weekend to see if he had posted any you know, uniform picks. He doesn't seem to tweet that much. He doesn't. Um, but it, I was told that he was going to take all of his visits and then decide no matter what. So maybe he's man of his word. He told Shaka that he would visit, so he was going to visit and then decide. So, yeah, I would say 65 to 70% somewhere in there. I still feel good, um, but you – See what happens after Texas.
0: I think I'd go with a similar number. I've heard similar things talking to different people. Um, He's going to visit Texas, as you mentioned, and then to make a decision shortly thereafter. He's not in a super hurry, which is fine. There's no reason to be. He is. uh, He likes different schools for different reasons. He's a high enough level prospect that there's going to be a lot of competition. I'd go 60 to 65% Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. I think that's where it is. I've heard basically the exact same thing you have, and I don't think we're talking to the same people. So that's probably a good sign. Uh, the second question, Zach, have you reached out to some recruits and or commitments on their thoughts on how the Ole Miss season is going and how they view things? If so, please share. And he specifies he's referring to football.
1: So I personally have not. Um I don't know if that's something that that I will ever do (laughs) now unless unless you know Neil if if you or Chase would like me to do that I guess I could could go that route but I have spoken with uh, staff members and asked that you know talk to them about visits and the main thing that comes up and you might be hearing this same thing is the recruits seem to see opportunity yes that's, and, that is, that's it, correct. And, and that is something that you love to hear.
0: Um, <laughs> and this isn't directed at, at SODAC, Rev45, or anybody else. It's, I swear it's not. And so you hear me kind of laughing, and I swear I'm not, I'm not picking on you. I promise I'm not. If I were, I would tell you. Because, I don't know, I'm not really trying to make a whole lot of friends here. Here's the thing. The kids that watch the football game as prospects watch the game in a completely different way than the way that you, as a fan, watch the game. I don't mean that better or worse. It's different. I hope I'm not being condescending because I'm sure as hell trying not to be. I don't think so. They watch their spot and say, how would I fit in that spot? Who's in front Mm -hmm. of me in that spot? How quickly can I get on the field in my spot? How can this guy help me get to the league? They don't really watch and go, you know, they kind of had a turnover here and a turnover there. Otherwise, they would have had a shot. I don't like that. I'm out. That's just not the way they see it. And with exceptions, and there are exceptions, but with exceptions, they're not emotionally attached yet. They don't really care. They're going... Their trip has very little to do with the outcome of the game. And in some cases, it has nothing to do to do with the outcome of the game at all. For example, Mm -hmm. there will be kids that come to the game Saturday night, Ole Miss and Texas A&M, Saturday night, 6.30, bought hemingway who are uh, undecided, looking around. The outcome of the game won't even register. Nope. Not even a little. They're watching for atmosphere, the way the program feels, the way campus feels. They're watching their spot. They're listening to how quickly can I get on the field. And in Ole Miss's case, they're noting that, hey, they're playing a lot of young guys. And they're going to play young guys. The coaches are telling them, hey, we've got a long-range view here. This is a rebuild. Uh, we're trying to get to a bowl game for these seniors, but but really we're focused on the on the big picture. That's exactly what they're saying. And – these are professional salespeople selling to seventeen-year-old naive kids. They buy it. Yeah, is that fair? It, I mean, I, I mean. No, I, I think so. I mean, I, I understand the question completely. I'm just telling you, it's like when people say, "Man, if we, if we go five and seven, we're not getting these kids." <laughs> and yeah. I always go, "Well, so wait, just, just follow me logically." So if you go six and six, you're getting them. But if you go five and seven, you're not. Is that what you're telling me? Well, yeah, if if we don't go to a bowl game. Okay, let me ask you a question. You diehard college football fan, who played in the Liberty Bowl last year? You don't know? Let me tell you, the high school kids don't have a clue, man. And they don't care. That's just not the way they think. That's not how the decisions are made. No parent of a kid says, son, you know, Ole Miss only won five games. If they'd won six, I'd say something different. But at five, I think we should abandon the relationships we've built and go build new ones. That's just not the way it works.
1: Yeah, they they'll care less. They could care less about A and M Ole Miss this weekend. They're going to see their buddies, talk to their coach, and see if they enjoy themselves in the Oxford.
0: Yeah, and the following is not meant as a uh I'm not advocating for Matt Luke when I say this, or any other coach. Hey, hey school's got to do what the school's got to do, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. You want to shake it up? You want to get kids to question their commitments and all that stuff? Fire the coaches. Yeah. Because, boy, that'll do it. That'll <laughs> that, that's, that's the eventuality that happens where I send the text to Zach and goes, hey, call every kid you know. I'm calling every kid I know we're calling the kids, get 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 responses, let's put them together, we'll make a story. We're not doing it on, hey, they lost to A&M or they, they beat A&M. For example, if they beat Texas A&M Saturday night, it's not going to create this residual bump in recruiting. It's just not how it works. Uh, North Tampa Rebel wants to know, Zach, is Ole Miss's strategy of holding some official visits until after the season due to coaches having more one-on-one time or the less-than-stellar atmosphere at most games?
1: You and I have talked about this before. I think it's the former. When they come on official visits or unofficial visits to, to games, you don't get to see them much. It's maybe a little bit before the game, a little bit after, and then maybe briefly a couple hours at the most on Sunday. But even then, the coaches have got to get back to the facility to yeah. start preparing for the next week. So yeah. um, it's it's for the one-on-one time because you want to do the whole, you know, we we were at Redcoat we refer to as Crudapalooza, where you have, you know, the 15 blue chips come in at the same time. You get them all in a room together. You get to make your pitch to all of them. Then you get your one-on-one time with them. You get your 30 to 45-minute Sit down with with the head coach, then you talk to your position coach, and then you go out in the town and you have a good time and you dance with Chad at the library and all that good stuff. But <laughs> yeah, the atmosphere—I mean, kids love a good atmosphere. Like people were talking on the board about McKinley Jackson went to LSU this past weekend. Yeah, for his for his official visit. Hell, I would have gone if it was free. I bet that was a fantastic atmosphere. Sure, and it a was. great
0: game to go to. Sure, it was. It won't won't impact his decision.
1: No, I I don't think McKinley Jackson was going looking for LSU to cover the spread and for Joe Burrow to torch Florida.
0: He was going because it was fun. Yeah, and it was loud, and there was a lot of people there, and he got a free ticket, and it was cool. And you know, yeah. And so when someone says, "Hey, what'd you think of the atmosphere?" It was epic. Yeah, because it was. It was awesome. I mean, yeah, it looked looked like a ton of fun. I mean, you know, so for a seventeen year old, eighteen year old kid, hell yeah, it was fun. Is that going what? to is that going to impact his decision? Probably not. it'll, yeah, it'll come down to relationships. If he goes yeah. to LSU, it won't be because man, there was this one Saturday night, man, when it was just it's not a thing. All right, big question here. Larry Joe, nineteen seventy nine, says my work says it has casual Fridays last Friday of the month, but how casual should I go? I mean, jeans and the three button is probably okay, but what about shorts and a yo mama ain't stuff shirt is that that's too far right working in hr is hard y'all um my advice for casual friday as someone who has not worked in the corporate field but who has two brothers who do my advice for casual friday is to get a very nice pair of jeans i would recommend blue deltas if that's not what you want to do get something else (laughs) get a nice pair of jeans get a nice sport coat and a uh just a casual button down shirt and go no tie you might even be able to go with some kind of casual shoes just you can mm-hmm. sh- chill a little bit you can take the coat off yeah that'd be my casual friday I, I think the shorts and the and the t-shirt with the slogan is probably too far
1: yeah it's a little much i wouldn't uh i wouldn't do that i when i actually worked in an office and fridays were quote-unquote casual most of the time, I would go with like you said, some a nice pair of jeans uh, or some slacks, and I would just wear a golf shirt or you know a game day polo. Most people in the office would kind of wear their team's polo on Friday. I would do that or a golf polo, and then uh, people would get pretty wild here in Nashville just because of um, just how good I guess they are. I mean, during you know in season, people would wear Predators jerseys. Sure. Sure, or Titans jerseys. Why
0: so, not? Yeah, it's
1: yeah. one of the things I, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go with profanity on a shirt about no. someone's
0: mother. No, I would not. One of the things I like about pro sports is that you can wear the jerseys and no one cares. It's wear, totally acceptable. If you wear a jersey at a college game, you're a dork.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's. I feel like that's that's kind of a a joke that people started making a couple years ago, um, with girls in college. They were like, when did it become a thing for girls to just be like? Eh, I'm not wearing a sundress I'm just wearing a jersey and it's it's almost kind of like a it's like in bad taste especially at Ole Miss because everybody's so you know proper and you know stick their nose up about dressing up on game day but on Sunday no if you want to wear a jersey with the big Lebowski on the back number 69 Bill's jersey people do not care
0: yeah, I mean, how many people on a Sunday in Nashville not anymore but wear a Mariota jersey? I mean, <laughs> I mean, not now, yeah. but yeah, yeah. All right, Reb in Ark says, "Any chance that a 2021 basketball target, specifically Sean Ruffin, reclassifies to 2020?"
1: I would say right now, the chance is pretty slim. Yeah, because they're waiting on morale and. Ruffin specifically is interesting, and I've talked with you and other sources about him. I think the staff really likes him, but I'm hesitant to kind of really go all in on him specifically because of the size. Yep. And that's – I mean, don't get me wrong. The guy can – he absolutely fills it up.
0: Oh, I know he can ball, but he's 5'9". Yeah. And I, I know he can ball, but listen, I'm not and if they end up taking this kid, everybody can throw this back at me and go, Neil, you said okay. I know the style that Kermit Davis is wanting to play. I know the type of player that he's wanting to sign. It's not five nine guards.
1: Yeah. And it's it's funny how these, these things always kinda of find their way in recruiting, but people are going to get mad because he's from Jackson, you know, plays at Callaway. He's a stud. He's really good. But if he doesn't fit this, if he doesn't fit the system, they're not going to force a square peg into a round hole. Yeah, they're not. And unfortunately, unless Deshaun grows two or three inches, it's going to be hard for him to, to find a spot. Now, maybe they take him and they just maybe use him as a change of pace kind of guy. But, that staff is is wanting bigger, longer guards.
0: P Town Reb 10 says Do the numbers change with any of the defensive backs entering the transfer portal? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's going to be some attrition that will change the numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I talked to someone close to it the other day who said as few as three guys added to the class, as many as I think he said eight. Oh, okay. Eight felt big. He admitted eight felt big. I'm going to stick with the projection that I've had all along, which is five to six more guys in this class.
1: Yeah, I was going to say I think most of the time we have said five to seven, anywhere in there, give or take. But yeah, I like that.
0: Hattiesburg Reb wants to know Zach three names to pay attention to in basketball recruiting for next season. I don't. I don't know that I'm prepared to go there yet. Yeah that's that's a tough one I think the obviously the main one the two kids were visited last weekend yes weekend before last um the kid absolutely the kid from Vegas Uh, and uh forgive me for not knowing names right now I'm just I'm I'm not uh Will Will McClendon from Bishop
1: Gorman in Vegas and then
0: uh Hatley oh what was his name he's got three names yeah he's got three names (laughs) Um, Three names are big popular at Ole Miss right now. That's true. Um, I would say
1: the the main one is Kennedy Chandler at Briarcrest.
0: He was the next question. By the way, Will McClendon, one of the nicest kids I've ever talked to, could could not have been a nicer kid. And he had this music in the background that it was kind of like – it was perfect. He had the perfect volume – Mm-hmm. It sort of accompanied our conversation, but it never interfered. There you go. Yeah, I know. That's nice. Yeah. Super nice kid.
1: That's got to be refreshing working in this industry to, <laughs> to see, to, I guess, to, to speak with. And not that kids are jerks or anything, but, you know, I mean, some of them just don't really know how to handle an interview.
0: Some of them just, just don't have social skills. Yeah, I mean and This kid was really sharp. So I, wherever Will McClendon ends up, whether it's Ole Miss or elsewhere, I'll I'll have a little soft spot.
1: Uh does trying to find the other guy. Oh, I can't find him because he's currently twenty twenty two. That's right. Okay. Um Brandon Huntley Hatfield from IMG. That's him. Orig- originally from Clarksville, Tennessee. BH two. That's boom. We were actually making jokes uh me and the Red Cup guys We were saying Man wouldn't it be great to hear Houston Nutt try to say his name And <laughs> we were just, just constantly just Mispronouncing it And putting all these different things in there It was, it was good um, I will say One name to keep an eye on Because this might be the best name I've ever encountered okay. In recruiting Is a uh, 2021 shooting guard From Durham, North Carolina His name is po Boy King
0: Oh, I'm for him.
1: P O apostrophe B O I G H
0: King. That is
1: <laughs> that is the most phenomenal name That's I've ever fantastic.
0: encountered. Can you yeah, imagine? I, every time he applies for a credit card later in life. <laughs> First name Po Boy. Let me let me yep. spell that. That's incredible.
1: Yeah, wherever he goes, I will be a fan. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I guess one name for 2021. I guess one more local. Um, Alden Applewhite goes to Houston High School in Germantown, Tennessee. Um, that's another name. Yeah, another good name, too. Alden Applewhite. A that good is one. a good name.
0: It's, no, yeah, it's, it's not po' boy, but it's good. It's no po' boy, but it's good. Yeah. Uh, Desmondo22, does Ole Miss have a chance with Kennedy Chandler? Where would you put them in his order of preference?
1: Oh. So he just released a list of five officials and – One thing that, and I know some people on the board have have mentioned it, people need to remember that in basketball you can take more than five officials. Um, In this list was Ole Miss, Tennessee, Florida State, Michigan, and Syracuse. Um, I did find it interesting first go-round. There was no Kentucky or Duke. I think Kentucky and Duke both have the ability to to wait and see how things shake out eventually, and then they can come in late and – offer and get somebody which almost fans know that Duke can do that um but John Calipari and I believe Mike Sheshewski have both seen him practice in person I know Calipari has for sure um and then you always got to worry about Penny in Memphis being a local guy I I guess they got a shot it's too early to tell they're getting an official visit And you've got the benefit of Jabari Small and Amari Thomas right there at the same school. I don't know if you've heard anything since it's 2021 and that's a little far off. But I would say Ole Miss is probably top five or outside looking in top five.
0: Yeah, I really don't know anything on him. I haven't heard a lot about him, which means absolutely nothing. It's just. Yeah, I mean, he's got
1: a chance to be the best guard in 2021's class. So he's going to be a hot commodity.
0: He, um, the odds of him ending up at Ole Miss, in my opinion, are slim.
1: Yeah, he, he's just, he's going to have
0: better suitors. Yeah. Firefighter Reb it, wants to know Impact DB, we have committed or have a. Uh, Ole Miss has committed or has a better chance than 50% to sign. Will they play as freshmen in 2020? The answer to that is yes. Uh, Please tell me all the DB signees are fast and tall. That's the goal. Uh, Best pass rusher we have committed or a better chance than 50% to sign. So it's a lot lot there. He basically wants you to tell him. He wants you to assure him in his moment of need that the defense is getting better.
1: Oh, I mean... I think this class right now has impact guys in it already. I think if you're looking for a guy in the secondary, the two guys that jump out to me, Eric Reed Jr. and Dar McDonald, both fit the size, speed, uh, ratio, fit, comp, whatever you want to call it, that Tyler Siski and the Shark Tank and the rest of the staff love. Both six-one plus uh, Eric Reed's over 200 pounds, McDonald is long, but he's about 180. Both of them will play next year, in my opinion. I don't know if you agree, but I I think that they both have chances to make an impact. And if you're talking about a guy that's better than 50% to sign, at this point, me and Neil might as well get it tattooed on our forehead that Emmanuel Forbes is a hot, hot target for them moving forward. And I think they will get him. And that's another guy that, can really run and it just 's a, just a fantastic athlete that they're going to try to get on the field in some capacity.
0: I agree. Uh, yep. Before we move to the Twitter questions, let me tell you this podcast is also brought to you in part by the Refrigeration Company, TRC, owned and operated by Jeremy Wattler. He's been in the refrigeration field for more than 20 years including five years as a national service manager at TRC. They understand that great service means being responsive. They're highly trained, responsible, and dedicated staff are available 24-7 to ensure your complete satisfaction. They specialize in ammonia refrigeration, but work on any other HFC, HCFC, or CO2 systems. TRC is winning is building winning relationships with customers in baking, cold storage warehouses, ice production facilities, and facilities serving dairy processing, food processing, poultry processing, and catfish processing. TRC is based in Spanish Fort, Alabama, but they're licensed in Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Tennessee, and South Carolina as well. TRC can handle all of your company's refrigeration needs, including installation, fabrication, service, compressor rebuilds, ammonia detection, calibration, vibration analysis, and more. To learn more, call Jeremy Wattler at 251-348-8533 or email him at jeremy at therefridgeco.com. That's jeremy at t-h-e-r-e-f-r-i-g-c-o.com. Follow TRC at The Refrigeration Company on Facebook or at their website, therefridgeco.com. Podcast also brought to you by Elite Dental Care, with offices throughout West Tennessee in Germantown, Jackson, and Trenton. Elite Dental Care has five doctors with more than 75 years of combined experience And with their different areas of expertise, the doctors at Elite Dental Care offer convenience along with the latest in technology. In addition, Elite Dental Care is a family practice so the entire family can be seen no matter the age or the severity of problems. Elite Dental Care focuses on staying up to date on all the latest technology including intraoral cameras, digital x-rays, and impressions, 3D x-rays, and more. Their TVs and radios in every room, giving patients the comforts of home, all while they receive the most modern technological treatment. Elite Dental Care offers both conscious sedation and IV sedation for patients that are scared, or anxious, or for those that might not be fearful but just have a lot of work to do and can't afford to take off time, uh, take time off of work for multiple visits with sedation. Elite Dental Care is able to get much more work done in one visit, which ultimately saves the patient time and money so if you're looking for a dentist in west west tennessee or the memphis area called dr mark mark harper dr clint buchanan uh, and Dr. Mike Farah at Elite Dental Care. To reach the doctors at Elite Dental Care, go to dentalcare.com or follow them on Facebook and or Instagram. And we're brought to you by the College Corner. It's your one-stop Rebel shop now with two locations in the Jackson area. In Ridgeland next to Fleet Feet and the new location in Flowood next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, that's not a problem. You can visit them online at CollegeCornerStore.com plus Facebook and Instagram. Don't waste your game day in Oxford stuck in traffic and long lines to get your gear. Stop by before you go and their staff will have you in and out and on your way. The College Corner has you covered for all your tailgate and homegate needs. They have the largest selection of Rebel gear in Central Mississippi. Through the month of October, mention Rebel Grove at checkout and get 15% off your entire purchase. You can also use it online. Just put Rebel Grove in the coupon tab at checkout to get the same discount. Alright, Zach, you want to go to some Twitter questions? Let's do it. Uh, let's see, I pulled up the wrong thread, I have two mailbags today, here we go how did uh, the we are, we are covered, Morel, that's done um, what do you think the chances are that Ole Miss hangs on to Eric Reed? also this is OM Sports, he wants to know what how things look with Emmanuel Forbes, and is Ole Miss still in the game for Avante Williams, thanks, thumbs up which means sort of gig him this week. Gig him. Oh. But he doesn't, right. he doesn't really mean gig him. He just means thumbs up.
1: Okay. Hopefully he didn't have any painted overalls on when he was tweeting that.
0: But I hope not. Uh,
1: but, yeah, I, the chances of holding on to Eric cre- I've not heard anything that should give me pause to answer that. Uh, I think Ole Miss is in a good spot to keep him. Uh, Jack Bignall and the rest of the staff put a big-time emphasis on signing him. Uh, or I guess, I guess I should say getting his commitment early on before other teams jumped in. He actually was, uh, I think in an interview a couple months ago, pretty candidly, and I, I kind of appreciate it as a uh, seeing, I guess hearing this from a teenager, he kind of jokingly, uh, when Auburn offered him, and he said, uh, basically, what was wrong with uh, giving me this offer uh, two months ago? and uh, just kind of laughed in an interview, so I thought that was kind of funny, but Georgia gave him an offer, I think last month, and I know that some people are worried about that, I think they still got a good shot at signing him, Uh, we already talked about Emmanuel Forbes, I think Ole Miss ends up signing him, Uh, it's just a matter of when, not if, in my opinion, Avante Williams, haven't heard much about him, running out of time for him to visit during the season, but he could always visit after, but... Uh, as of now, I have not heard anything. Uh, he seems to be sticking with Oregon for now.
0: Yeah, I agree um, completely. Hal Reese uh, at Hal Daddy wants to know, uh, best football recruit to never do anything at the pro level and then best football recruit to play meaningful snaps in the NFL, most impactful, highest rated, doesn't matter. Mm. Best football recruit to never do anything at the pro level. I, and Robert, I guess. Robert Kimdichi Yeah,
1: that would jump to mind. And it's funny because I've told people this several times, and I don't know Robert personally, but just observations and from what I've heard, Robert could care less about football. Yeah. He doesn't care. He, he he'd play, he'd, If you told Robert that he was stuck in Clarksdale playing saxophone, he'd be fine with that. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: probably happier.
1: Yeah, that's that's one that, that jumps to mind. <sighs> Maybe one more and I don't really know the full story of why the career ended so so abruptly, but Parade Jerry was uh was really good in the NFL. I wouldn't say he never did anything, but just kinda left pretty uh pretty quickly. He was a monster.
0: Yeah, that jogs my memory. Uh Tig Barksdale.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, uh, and one, one of the most one of the most gifted high school players I've ever seen.
0: For different reasons, Antonio Conner.
1: Oh yeah, just those guys, man. That you know, I actually was listening to y'all show today, and y'all were joking about the the Dolphins um, two point conversion play, and you know, two teams trying to tank, and the guy who dropped the two point conversion, uh, Kenyon Drake. And I was talking about him the other day with somebody about knee injuries and leg injuries, and sometimes you come back and you're totally fine, and sometimes you're not. And Kenyon Drake, good for him. He he came back, and he's still in the NFL. But that injury in the Ole Miss-Alabama game in 2014 still
0: makes my skin crawl. Yeah, it was uh, bad. It was bad. Yeah. I, the best I don't foot- know anybody else. Yeah, those are the ones that come to mind. The best football recruit to play meaningful snaps in the NFL, for me, it's Tunsil. It's probably the best player I've ever covered. Uh, I covered Ronnie yeah. Brown. Ronnie Brown played a lot of uh, NFL football. Um, Did you say you were a Ronnie Brown over Cadillac
1: guy? Yeah. Okay. I loved watching them run. They were just they were that bo- was they
0: were both was, great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah Tunsil for me really really stings because the Titans could have Taylor Juan at one tackle and Laramie Tunsil at the other, and they. Didn't do it.
0: Yeah, God, can you imagine? <sighs> yeah,
1: that's. He's I think the, he's the best player I've ever covered. I'll give you one more, and then we can move on. The one guy that I always wonder what could have been was Tim Simon. Yeah, I don't know from Cordova, Alabama. Um, broke his leg on a kickoff.
0: At South coverage. Carolina.
1: Yeah, I was there yeah. when he got hurt. It was bad. He was from. I remember just like, this was way back in the day, but through the great grapevine, people were saying that he was just a monster in practice and nobody could tackle him. But
0: All right, yeah. last one. Uh, Mississippi born and raised at sports 428712351. wants to know, is, <laughs> Ole-, <laughs> is Ole Miss in a good position to get a few D linemen recruits by signing day? What is your take on the two secondary guys entering the transfer portal? Uh, the transfer portal is I just think the transfer portal is a new thing I'll take that one Okay, it's a new thing in college football frankly and uh, it's going to be heavily used there are more guys in the portal than there are spots in college football kids are not going to be as patient I'm not picking on kids but if they see the writing on the wall that they're not going to play they're going to get in the portal that's just the way it works Uh, Custis sees that it's going to be harder to get on the field uh, CJ Moore, I think, is just looking for a, uh, a a fresh start, a new place. They're both nice kids. I wish them well. I, I don't. I don't blame kids for doing the the transfer portal thing. It's it's no different than if you send your son or daughter to college at the University of fill in the blank, and they're not happy. You don't make them stay. No, you got to gut it out, hon. You got to go for four years. If Campbell calls me from Arkansas and he goes, Dad, I'm miserable. And we talk about it. And I realize, no, she's really miserable. Am I going to make her stay? No. What are we going (laughs) to do? We're going to transfer. We're going to go to a new place. Life's short. And I don't want to hear the stuff, but I don't want to get committed. And stop. (laughs) Football is, listen, football practice is not fun. Oh, no. I hated football practice. Football off-season training programs are not fun. Okay? They're not pleasurable. And so if you're not playing and you're not happy and you're not going to play and you want to play and you're not going to play, you're going to be miserable. Why do we want people to be miserable? No. I mean, so, so I'm in... I don't know whether I'm in the minority or the majority or somewhere in the middle, but if you want to leave and you want to go someplace new and give it a shot, my attitude is go for it.
1: Yeah, I'm fine with that. Uh, and, and, and your clock starts once yeah. you get on campus. So, yeah, I mean, they want to make
0: the most of it. Tick-tock the moment you start. Exactly. You have five years to play for, and if you want to transfer someplace to that last year and play at a smaller school and give it a shot, hey, man, all power to you. I mean, I hope it works out for both those kids. I hope it works out for most. I, I cheer for kids. I like. I want. I want it to go well for kids. I don't. I'm. I'm not that guy that belittles the transfer. I mean, no. You think Joe Burrow wishes he'd stayed at Ohio State right now? <laughs> Absolutely not. I mean, hell no, huh? Jalen Hurts, do you think he wishes he'd stayed at Alabama for another year to back up Tua? No, nope. he's doing just fine. Yeah. So. Would you make, that's what I say to people, Would you make your kids stay in school at a place where they weren't happy? And if the answer is yes, then you're just the hard ass that I'm not, and good for you, go for it. maybe you maybe you got it figured out, and I don't. But if your answer is, yeah, I'd tell them the transfer. Okay, well, football players are no different than your kid. They just run fast. <laughs> yeah so his last question we'll stop here is Ole Miss in a good position to get a few D-linemen recruits by signing day yes McKinley Jackson Amari Thomas and maybe there are others Hmm.
1: Amari Thomas McKinley Jackson are the two that come to mind they are very very much in the mix for those two Reggie Grimes is kind of uh, outside looking in for Ole Miss. I think South Carolina and Tennessee are ahead of Ole Miss right now but they're going to they're going to stoke that fire and keep it warm. Um, but, yeah, I think McKinley Jackson and Amari Thomas are the main – two of the, the main targets they're going after right now.
0: And I think they're in a good spot for both. I saw you decked out in your South Carolina gear on Saturday. Your wife is a uh, South Carolina grad, and given that she's not much pregnant, I think for you to support her on uh, a football Saturday is not only a smart move but a nice thing for you to do. Big win for the Gamecocks. Had to be. Ex- it was. Had, she had to have been excited.
1: Oh yeah, um, and this is this is funny that we we do this podcast together and uh, we're buds now. But I mean, we, we're both uh, you know kindred spirits. But we we are both huge fans of Coach Boom. I love Muschamp.
0: I do too. I love Boom.
1: And yeah, and I actually last year when almost played South Carolina, we all went down. It was her birthday weekend. Um, she brought a bunch of her friends from college. They had never been to Oxford. We had a big time and. Sunday we went to um it's High Point Coffee the one that's down North Lamar. Yeah. Okay, so we were there and we're standing there and I was I was just kind of you know, looking around the room, waiting to order our coffee, and I told my wife, I said, Hey, I was like, That's that's Coach Muschamp's wife over there. And uh she was like, No, it's not and I was like, Yeah. It's like she was an old miss an old miss grad. Yeah. And so she was leaving and um she walked by and I said, uh I said go, Cox, and like threw her the little, you know, the hang loose sign that they all do. Yeah. And uh, she turned and she put her sunglasses on and smiled and she said hotty toddy, and uh, <laughs> I said I said yeah, see there you go. Um, yeah, she was nice, but um, yeah, I love love must champ, I love going to Columbia, it's a great college town. Um, but yeah, huge win she was hoping that she would go into labor after after uh, uh <laughs> rodrigo Blankenship and missed the uh, field goal but, but yeah um big win i hope i hope Polinski's okay uh in terms of uh going through neil's picks this week i'm not sure what i'm gonna do yet but i will say it was a cool moment for uh to carry and Joyner to come in and and play quarterback and get that win. and i i got a little soft spot for him after watching his uh his episode on the Elite 11 a couple years ago. He seems like a good dude.
0: Yeah. Carson came upstairs on Saturday and um, we were going to walk the dogs. And I'm like, I want to see the end of this. And so we got into the end of that game and we both just kind of organically were cheering for South Carolina. And uh, when the kid missed the kick, you know, we were both like, yes, you know, and then we went and walked the dogs. I had no idea. If I'd known that you had a connection to South <laughs> Carolina, I would have been even more excited for you. So uh, yeah, it was a fun game. I was, I was happy for Will. I've known Will since he was a GA at Auburn when I started on the beat. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's a great dude. I know that the sideline demeanor is kind of crazy and he's, uh, he can be, oh, the, able, he can be, the, re, him wearing the readers now yeah. is just amazing. It's great. That's, he wears so the awesome. whole game. I would lose my mind wearing the readers all day, but anyway, it was fun. I was, I was happy for those kids. They've had a, they had an up and down year, and that was a a moment they'll they'll uh, they'll treasure for a long time. So, anyway, uh, good luck to you guys. Let me know, and uh, we'll all be uh, cheering for you. And next time that we have this conversation, you'll probably be a dad. So, yeah, enjoy, enjoy your it. last few hours of non daddom. I will tell you that <laughs> your uh, your life is going to change. It's going to change in incredibly wonderful ways. It will be, enjoy, in all seriousness, enjoy these last couple of days because these last couple of days are the last days of your life, Zach, where Mm -hmm. you you control your own happiness. So (laughs) understand that, uh, relish in it, uh, enjoy it. Your life's going to improve, but uh, your happiness will no longer be uh, completely up to you for the rest of your days. So if that's not sobering and somber, I don't know what to tell you.
1: Neoma, I ordered some new irons, um, <laughs> and they they just came in. So I need yeah. to. Uh, I think I need to go
0: play tomorrow. Yeah, I would. I would. I'd go get some. I'd go get a round of golf in tomorrow, big boy, because <laughs> that might not be the best move in a couple of weeks. Nope, nope.
1: I won't even broach the uh, subject.
0: For uh, Zach Barry, I'm Neil McCready. That does it for this edition of the Soft Verbal Podcast presented by Dead Soxie. Don't forget DeadSoxy.com. Enter the pro- promo code REBELGROVE at checkout. Get 30% off all of your orders. Until next time, take care.